Hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to another episode of 30, Flirty, and Surviving. It is Tracy, as always. Thank you for tuning in and listening. If you are new here, episodes drop every Monday at 9 a.m. You can catch them on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, iHeart. So watch or listen whenever your heart desires, and we'll catch you each week. I do have a guest with me here today, which I am so thrilled about. I have known this little lady for quite some time. Um, we ha- we go way back, and there actually might be a little connection to some former guests of mine. So we are going to dive into all of that. But she is the human who gives me wardrobe envy. She knows how to perfect each and every outfit, and she is truly going to be my saving grace in this decade because if you have gone shopping at all lately, everywhere you go, things are see-through or two inches of fabric like my boobs are hanging out and it is extremely extremely difficult to dress so without further ado I mean our our angel here on earth Miss Nicoletta from Style by Nicoletta and a couple other places we're gonna dive into I'll tell you about in just a few but Nicoletta thank you so much for coming thank you so much for having me I'm so excited it's been a long time since I've seen you in person, but we've kept in touch obviously on social media. So that is seriously the beauty of social media. And so I was kind of alluding to it, but like Garina and Jax, like some of the other guests, same sort of thing. And then you finally see them and it's like no time has passed. Social media just really is wonderful in that sense to kind of keep up with what everyone has going on. And it's really cool that even if you're not consistently in someone's life, you can sort of cheer them on and support them from the sidelines. Yeah, I know. I love like seeing everything you've been doing and it's like really fun that it's come full circle and I get to be here today. Yeah, this is very, this is long overdue. It's a little serendipitous, but it was meant to be. I am going to get into all of my questions and your businesses, what you have going on. But before I do so, I like to start with a couple introductory questions for fun. First and foremost, what is your age, if you don't mind sharing? I am 36. 36. And your relationship status? I am engaged. (gasps) Recently, right? Recently, yes. Show Um, off that ring to the camera, baby. Woo, he did good. Yeah, he did. He did a good job. Um, And you guys were together for like, what? So long. 15 years? Oh my gosh, seven and a half. (laughs) Eight. I don't even. I lost. Felt like an I lost track. Yeah. yeah. I lost track. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. Very Thanks. happy for you. Your zodiac sign. I'm a Gemini. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Wait. I know. So recent birthday. Yes, June 9th. Happy belated. Thank you. Yep. So just turned 36, but wonderful. Feels good. I yeah. don't really care anymore. I used to be like so stressed about the number, and now I'm like, whatever. Girl, it's all just the that's same. what it's all about. Here. Yeah. So I appreciate you saying <laughs> that's that. So true. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> and then where were you originally born and raised? Um, Salem, Mass. And I'm still there now. So, oh, yep. I love that. Yeah, still there. The whole family is there. So. Yeah, you are so close with your family, Super which close. I love. Your sister, Vicky, how far apart are you guys? She's age? four years older than me. Okay, yeah. You yeah. guys are best friends, which is really Super cool. Close. And your parents, it, it's really nice to see. Yeah, and she has a two and a half year old now. And so it's like 
awesome because I just get to be like so much a part of his life and we're like in the same house so I'm in the in-law and she's upstairs and so like we're together every day oh that is the best it is it is like I don't think a lot of people could handle it but because we're so close it's totally fine for us and we work together I mean it's a lot but for us it works out yeah, and who doesn't want to be on like auntie duty twenty four seven? Oh yeah, I mean he's the best. He's so cute, and yeah. he's just. And then uh, when you're tired, you just get to go upstairs. Exactly. Like, <laughs> See you later. Um, that's amazing. And then um, my sort of final random question to you is: Are you currently binging any television shows, and if so, what? Yes, and it's so random. I've been watching um, Love Island Australia. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like all the old episodes and I'm so invested and now I'm like Googling everybody's relationship status and everyone's broken up and I'm so sad about it. But yes, I've been completely binging that and there's so many episodes. I know that that's a good one. And also too, I mean, there's UK, there's US. So whenever one season ends, you always have something in the queue. Yeah. That's really good. I love that. It's good. And that's like a fun summer summer show too. Yeah. It's like, it's something that I can just watch and like not really think about, which I love because a lot of times like everything's like about each business. And so it's a good way to like disconnect and not think about anything like that. Yeah, that's what binging is all about. To just turn your brain off for a little. You don't have to think. Yeah, it's mindless television. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, fantastic. So I think a perfect starting point would to be um, talk about where we first met. Okay. So I did have Garnet on the the show months ago, I think back in February. And we mentioned Rosé and Rentals. Oh, so fun. And that was at Best Dressed, which you and your sister founded together. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about Best Dressed to start. So that was actually at our first location in Charlestown, which was feels like a lifetime ago. So Best Dressed was a dress rental store where you could come into the physical location and try on the dresses and reserve them for whatever event that you had going on. The reason Vicky and I started it is because we were – Like I had just turned, I was just about to turn 29. So it was like weddings after wedding Mm -hmm. after wedding. And Vicky was going to so many as well. And we just didn't want to keep spending money on all these dresses. And Rent the Runway was a thing, but we didn't feel comfortable not knowing if this dress was going to fit us or if we were going to like it when it came in. And actually one of our really good girlfriends did Rent the Runway, got a dress in, and she was flying for that wedding. And she hated the dress <gasps> and she had nothing else to she wear. She screwed. So she ended up wearing it to this wedding and hated what she looked like all night. She hated all the pictures. And so Vicky and I were on the phone. I was actually working um, in Chestnut Hill for a boutique at the time. And we were on the phone and I was like, we just need to open one. And then honestly, three months later, we signed our lease for Charlestown. It happened so fast. That is extremely Yeah, great. it was really fast. And then, you know, it took us a while, obviously, to do the build out and all that stuff. And yeah. then, yeah, so we opened Charlestown and we had Charlestown for a year and a half. And then we signed a lease for Southie. And then we opened Southie and we had both of them for a year. Our lease was up in Charlestown. So we moved on from Charlestown and just kept Southie. Um, and then the pandemic happened. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dun, 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 <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, we we tried to hold on to it for as long as we could, mm-hmm. but then it was just like getting more obvious that all these events were being canceled and yeah. they weren't going to happen again. And it wasn't a two-week shutdown. It was a lot longer yeah. and nobody was going anywhere. And so we uh, made the decision that we were going to close Southie and our landlord was amazing and he was really great to us, which was huge because owning a small business and putting all your time and money into something like that and then having it just be taken away from you 
could be extremely stressful. And it still was, but because our landlord was so great to us, it wasn't as much of a, right. It could have been a lot worse than it was. Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that retail obviously as a whole or in general took a huge hit, but especially that niche of it. I mean, we're not going to weddings. We're not going to galas. Galas. Ooh, jinx girl. (laughs) But I remember at the time when it first came out, I just thought what an amazing concept and something so needed because Run the Runway was a really cool idea and it was really helpful for a lot of people. But for those people that need, you know, or maybe like our bodies aren't proportionate yeah. or like designers come in different sizes. Right. You're taking such a huge gamble with renting a dress if you don't even know it's going to fit you or not. Yeah. And you can't make any alterations to it, you know, like yeah. so you really need to go in and try it on and see how it fits. And then in addition to that, you also had accessories yeah. and, and jewelry. So you could really make the entire outfit come right. together in just one place. And that was kind of the whole point of the shop was to have it be like a one-stop shop for everything you needed for that event. Like we had clutches and jewelry and the only thing we didn't have is shoes, but that just felt like kind of gross to be renting shoes. And so we didn't do that. And yeah, so it really was awesome. And it, it was so fun at the time that we had it and I loved doing it. And then, but that brought me to then our pivot, which was the style of Philos. Yes. Um, so that was really cool too. And we did it before we even shut the store down in Southie. We started pivoting to this style of Philos, which at first it was just um, custom boxes that we would, you'd put three pieces together to get you like Zoom ready um, because everybody mm, was now idea. on Zoom. And so that was so kind of the idea. to like a rocks box. Is that, remember that? Back in yeah. the day, it's, or it how was kind of like that. It? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like that. Except you could pick the pieces you wanted, so it wasn't like us picking for you. You could go pick whatever three pieces that you wanted to add to your box, and then we would ship it out to you. That's awesome. Um, and now it's kind of still similar, but we've obviously, you know, moved away from it just being Zoom ready, and now it's just like a of lifestyle, course. like everyday accessories that kind of like can elevate your outfit and don't break the bank. Yeah, and it's still again such a huge need. I mean. I don't buy a lot of accessories that are pretty extravagant, like extravagant or like really out there. I'm a like my little gold hoops and studs every single day kind of girl. So when it comes to really trying to take your outfit like to the next level, it's nice to be able to just go and get those pieces then. I do still to this day though have pieces of jewelry from Best Dress. Do you? I do too. Yeah, I have like two pairs of um, drop earrings from you guys that I still love. One is black gems and one is kind of like opalescent and light blue and they were both just so cute and I I do wear them whenever I have like a big night out. To like get dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. And the style feel us now like we still have some of those statement pieces but we've moved like a lot towards like your everyday elevated accessories but we wanted to make it so that you can switch out those accessories without feeling like tied down to something and I love I obviously I love like gold jewelry that's like always something I've been really into and I've been stealing my mom since I was a little girl (laughs) 
But I do like to switch it up. I'm not really someone that like sticks to the same pair every single day. I like to wear a different pair depending on my outfit um, and what I'm doing that day. And so I like the style feelers for that because I don't have to be tied down to one piece because everything's mm-hmm. so affordable. I mean, everything's under thirty dollars. Yeah. And then we also do like the more that you add to the box, the more you save. So like yes. you get a discount for however many pieces that you add. Yeah. And then outside of the membership or sort of subscription, is there another option for So it's not even subscription. It's not. It's just you can do it whenever you want. It it just like So whenever whoever. needed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whenever needed and there's no like you don't have to sign up monthly to get the discounts. It's just however many pieces that you add to your box. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Really really cool. So for you though, you already had this in motion. Mm-hmm before you ultimately decided to close Best Dress. Yeah. So did that provide a little bit of cushion for you when you were making that decision? It did. Not only cushion, but just like that, like, you know, like thing that you needed to yeah. know that you had something else going on yeah. so that you could make that step. Because I think if we were closing Best Dress and I didn't have anything else to fall back on or like anything that we had put into motion, it would have been even harder to, to yeah. like be shutting those doors. So yeah, it definitely gave us that like cushion and that sense of relief that we, we were doing something else and we were like using our resources and everything that we had learned from Best Dress and turning it into something new. Because also that would have been just really sad to be shutting our doors and not using everything, all these like people we had met along the way, all the followers we had gained on yeah. Instagram and all the people we met and our clients and not giving them something else. Yeah. Um, So it felt good to be able to do that. And now even with the styling business, it's like another step of it. So it's like pivoting almost again um, in another way, which is cool. Yeah. I love that you teased it, but I'm going to hold off (laughs) on that for now because I still have a couple more questions. Obviously, it was great that you had that silver lining, but Best Dress, like it was your baby, right? So what was that? like for you just kind of talk about that those emotions a little bit yeah. I think it's important for people to hear that it wasn't just oh well okay on to the next oh, yeah, thing no, you know no, definitely not I mean we cried a lot um <laughs> there was a lot of tears shed and a lot of Vicky and I staying up late and talking about it and we uh reached out to some of our mentors and and had them like kind of like talk us through what this process was going to be like for us and everything it meant and you know and like talking to our friends and family and them just giving us that like you know, this is just like one step in the next chapter of what you guys are going to yeah. do. And it was just like, you kind of needed that to be like, okay, we're, we're going to be okay. Because yeah. it was very, like, very scary to, to be shutting something that we had. It would, um, I'm like trying to think, I think it was like six years at yeah. that point. So it was a long, that a long is. time. We had put a lot of time and effort. And it was also a time in Best Dress that we had like really like kind of like gotten over the hump of it being a new small business. Isn't that and, always how it works? Yeah. Right? And so we were like established and we had, you know, like our loyal following and our clients and we were growing and we were thinking about another location and we were thinking about, you know, maybe expanding into clothing and making it more accessible for everyone and not just events. And so it kind of like took all that away from us without us having any option. Yeah. You know, so that was definitely really hard. But at the same time, I don't want to I know I don't want to say that it was like an easy thing and we just moved on and it was nothing because it really was huge, but it gave Vicky and I so much of our life back yeah. that we didn't even realize we were missing. 
because we were so invested in best dressed. Yeah, that's an um, interesting because pers- I mean you two were really doing it like pretty oh, much yeah. all. In your I mean life. I was there every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and Vicky had her full time job still. Yeah, she's more like the brains of the operation. You're she, the creative she, in the upfront, yes. right? Yeah, she does like the we money. We do like or- she kind of handles like all the back end stuff, yeah. like whatever, like you know, like our finances and all all those types of things. And she still does all that for the style of Philos, and then I handle all the creative stuff and okay. kind of. But she does that too. You know, like we do both a little bit, have yeah. both sides of things. But yeah, like our main positions are kind of her. She does the back end and I do the creative. Not very important, but I'm just totally curious. What do you do with all the inventory when you are when you close down like that? So we did a humongous sale um, mm. and we sold off a ton of it. We still have a ton of it in my parents' basement. No way. Yeah. Yep. We like sometimes I'll do like a flash sale on Instagram and I'll try to sell some off. It's really funny because I look at the dresses and I'm like, these are still in style. Like, yeah, I, I would wear this now to a wedding. They still are great. I feel like the style hasn't changed that much in in years. Yeah, for I what think you're for wearing to weddings. those types of, you know, maybe yeah. like the shirts that we wear, the right. jeans we wear are a little bit different, but right. a when dress you're that up. you would wear to an event. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, it's funny. So we still have a ton. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a dress, I would follow us on Instagram. I actually have two weddings coming up, so I might need to hit yes. you up, girl. Oh my God. I didn't know you still had that. Totally, please do, because there's so many good ones, and I'm like, someone needs to wear these. They're just sitting here. Well, please. Yes. We'll, we'll discuss that offline. Yes. We'll discuss we that will. offline. <laughs> but yes, okay, so now cut to Style by Nicoletta. Yeah. It is your business that you created solo, yes, right? First solo. time not doing it with sis. Yes, yeah. Where you can do closet cleanouts, personal styling, shopping and buying for events or a trip. Yeah. The, you, the whole nine yards, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very consultative, very specific to each individual. And I think it is so freaking needed. And even if it's just, I need to figure out my summer wardrobe or my work clothes. Like you can make it as segmented or specific as needed. And I want you to describe everything that you do and how it came to be. But I think before we can do that, we need to know like, where did your passion for, for fa- I feel like passion for fashion I know, sounds I know. so lame, but I don't so know how funny. else to say there it. There is no other way. <laughs> but like, where did that all come from? Did you study fashion or clothing or where, how did you get good at this? Because I need to know, I need that part of your brain. Yeah, I honestly, it just, I think I was born with it. I know that's not the answer you're looking <laughs> maybe for. Maybe she's born with it, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> but I just, I honestly, from the, from the, as long as I can remember, I was obsessed with clothes and fashion, and I was asking my mom to like go to the go to CVS and get me fashion magazines, and I would hoard all of them. <laughs> and she was like, "You have to throw these away. We cannot like have twenty five thousand magazines in our basement." Like, yeah. but I need them. Like, I need to reference them later. Like, what if something is comes back that's cool? And I was like twelve, like coming up with these crazy ideas. And I honestly, I, I think it was only like maybe six or seven years ago that we actually got rid of. I had so many magazines wow. in my parents' basement, like crazy amount. But yeah, I just loved it. I didn't go to school for it. I just always was obsessed with fashion. I actually dropped out of college because wow. I was like 19 and I was not into it and I didn't love anything I was learning there. And I just wanted to do stuff with clothing. I wanted to yeah. work in fashion. And so my idea was the best way to go about that would be to start working in a clothing store. Absolutely. Um, so I, my parents were not happy at all. Um, I mean, they're like immigrants from Greece. Their whole dream of us being here was like for their kids to go to college and graduate and, you know. The American dream. Totally. And, and I was like, like thanks, no. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Literally, I was like, no, thank you. Um, so I dropped out and I started working. I'm like, it's so hard to remember that far back. What was my first job? Um, I, yeah, I started working. Actually, do you remember Jasmine Sola? Of course I do. <laughs> so I started working at Jasmine Sola wow. in the mall. And I actually, funny enough, became their accessories merchandiser. So it's like so weird that that was a little like bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. So I did that, and then I kind of just like kept working my way up in whatever boutique I was in, and then I would move. And at like 22, I was managing a boutique on Newberry Street, which was awesome, and it was so much fun. And then, yeah, I just kind of like kept moving my way up. I started doing buying and merchandising, and but it was really always coming back to the styling that I liked the best and just helping women look and feel their best. That was the part that I drove me the most. Yeah. The merchandising was cool and the buying was fun and I always loved that aspect of it, but it really was the styling that got to me the most. So it's like, it was only ever a matter of time yeah. before you got to here and yeah. where you are now. And I did this a little bit on the side always. I did some closet cleanouts, you know, for like friends and friends of friends and my friend's moms would call yeah. and ask me to come over and clean out their closet. And so it was always something I kind of did for people. But I just never had the like capacity to do it full time. And yeah. I mean, it isn't even full time yet. It's still part time because I have the style feelers, but just put more of myself into it. And it just felt really right at this time to go for it. So yeah. it just launched in February. So it hasn't yeah, really been that so long. It's still fairly new. Yeah. So if I say I'm not me, I mean, I obviously am interested, but like, let's pretend I'm like jo Jane Doe on yep. the street. I hear about this company and these services and I contact you, what does the process look like? So it's all on my website, but there are different services laid out and you can pick between right now there's only three, but there'll be a few more launching in the next couple of weeks. So the, the main ones I have right now, one is virtual styling. And so the virtual styling is, I kind of, I made this one because I felt like right now people are still coming off the pandemic and they might not want me in their home yet. And they're maybe they're not ready to shop in person yet. And, you know, so this one I'm able to do just solely online and over FaceTime. So this service, you just, you book your time slot. We do an initial FaceTime call. That way I can get to know you kind of, yeah. and you, um, when you book your appointment, I send you a questionnaire that okay. you fill out. So that kind of gives me a little bit of your background as well. And then what you're looking for. And then the FaceTime, we like dive in a little bit deeper and yeah. really get to know what you're looking for, what your needs are, what specifically you're shopping for. Because some people are going back to the office or some people just like need more day-to-day -day lifestyle. Some are new moms and they don't know what to wear now chasing after their kids and mm -hmm. their style has changed. And for me, like one of the main reasons I even started this to begin with was because my style changed and I wasn't in the store anymore dressing up every single day. And I was wearing stretch pants every day, but I didn't <laughs> want to be wearing stretch pants every day. So I needed to like get some of my style back, but I didn't, I needed to do it in a way that wasn't so overly dressed up because that wasn't my life anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and on top of that now, like being a little bit older, I'm not going out every night. Like I used to be now it's like dinners with friends and not like being in a bar. And so, you know, my, even just, you know, my, my wardrobe has changed. I'm not wearing heels every night because I'm <laughs> definitely not standing up in them for four hours. Like there's no My chance. feet hurt at this old age. Yeah. I can't wear heels totally. on my mom. <laughs> exactly. I like, I, even these, I'm like wearing block heels. You guys can't see, but I, They're adorable. I can't even wear these for that long anymore. Um, so yeah, I just, wanted to start it because of that was, you know, a huge driving force. But then the virtual styling, once we do that FaceTime call, 
then we, I'll go shopping for you online and I'll send you 15 to 20 pieces that I think that you need to add to your wardrobe that are going to make getting ready easier in the mornings. You'll kind of give me your feedback. We go back and forth a little bit. I'll tailor it even more, give you like specifically the pieces you need. Once you get those pieces in and you can order them at your leisure. It doesn't have to be like the next week. You can do it kind of whenever you want. Yeah. And also I should note that it doesn't have to be my price point. It can be your price point, right. you know, like so they'll I might, set the budget. Exactly. You set your own budget. Like I shop at H&M. You might want to shop at Intermix. Like yeah. it doesn't, you know, so it can be anything that you want. And then once you get the pieces in, we do another FaceTime call and I kind of help you put the pieces into your wardrobe and figure out outfits and style them. And then you're good to go. Wonderful. That is so convenient. And I also like that. I, not, I hate to compare it back to, like I'm saying, Rock's Box and, like, yeah. you know, the Rent the Runway. But, like, it also I think of, like, a Stitch a Fix stitch where fix, yeah. you used to – it would give you five options. Right. And it, you know, nautical, preppy, edgy, right? Like, and you just choose a category. Right, and you're like, I'm none of those. I'm, I'm somewhere <laughs> in between, yeah. right? Maybe there's – maybe, like, a few different ones. Right. Or I feel like there's an overlap. And they would just send you things. And also, like – it might be a pair of jeans this time and a shirt next time. Right. And it's so hard to be able to really fine tune what you need. So having a real life person where I can consult and go back and forth with, right. you aren't just purchasing things without seeing like my approval, mm -hmm. right? And I make sure that I do like it. And it's more of a partnership. Yeah. That's what makes this, I think, so special and, and probably what makes it so successful too, right? Yeah. And you know? I think because... Yeah, you want something to be a little bit more personal. Like, this is your wardrobe. And not only personal, but Stitch Fix sends you the pieces, but then what do you do with those pieces? Yeah. You're like, if you don't know how to put them into an outfit or how to get them, like, working for you in your wardrobe, then you're still stuck right back where you started. Yeah. And so that's what I don't want to leave people feeling like. I don't want to just give them the clothes and then they don't know how to use them. I want them to, like, put them into work um, in their wardrobe and, and make outfits with them and, you know, give them other ideas and options and, on how to get ready. How often do you feel you're encouraging clients to step out of their comfort zone versus trying to work within their comfort zone? So it's funny that you say that because when we had Best Dressed, I feel like my like one of my lines I always use was to step out of your comfort zone <laughs> when trying on dresses because I wanted people to explore other options because I think when you're getting fancy for an event, it doesn't have to be what you're comfortable in every day. Mm -hmm. So for that, I always said step out of your comfort zone. But for this, I've realized that I want people to kind of not necessarily stay in their comfort zone, but I want them to always feel comfortable yeah. and like themselves and whatever they're wearing. I kind of have realized as I've gotten older and just really fine-tuned my own style that I don't really, even though, you know, I am trendy and I'm trend-driven, I'm not only wearing trends. Yeah. I wear what I feel good in and what I'm comfortable in, and I don't care if it's not trending at the moment. Like, yeah. that's okay by me, you know? I don't feel like I need to be in the latest, you know, outfit. And sometimes that's just not flattering for my body shape. And I've spent, I yeah. cannot stress that enough. That is like one thing in this sort of time period of my mm -hmm. life where I have finally gotten over is if there's something that is super popular right now or a lot of people are wearing and I like it, I'll try it on. And if it works well in my body, right. amazing. But if it doesn't, then I'm not buying it. Like I'm not wearing stuff just to fit in or to show I had the money for it right. or to be a part of a clique or mm -hmm. a phase or a fad, right? Like and part of 
being older and our maturity and being more aware of who we are is yeah. just like doing what looks good for us and what feels good for us. Exactly. And clothes is a huge part of that. Yeah, it, it's a huge part. And it it like how you show up every day to the world, like in what you're wearing is like a representation of, of you. And yeah. it's the first thing people see. Um, so I do think it is something that's very important. And it, it does give you the confidence to like push forward in, in roles and you're in the office and, you know, just like when you're not feeling comfortable and confident in something, you kind of like sink back and you don't assert yourself in certain situations and you may not, you know, go after something that you were, you know, up for a role or something just because you're not feeling confident. Mm -hmm. And so I do think it makes um, a huge difference and plays a huge factor in, in your day to day. It's true. It's one of those subconscious little things too. Yeah. You may not even realize it. Oh yeah, for um, sure. Okay. So outside of the virtual styling, the closet clean out. So yeah. what does that look like? You would come to my home and home and say, this is ugly and I'm going to toss it. Yeah. Okay. Basically. <laughs> um, so I try to be a little bit nicer than that, but I um, yeah, I, I bet you would be, but essentially, yes, that's <laughs> what I do. Um, so we'll go into your closet and then you kind of pull out. I usually have people pull things out by category. That way we can like go through them and we just kind of say like, you know, is this something you're wearing all the time? Are you not wearing? Why? Like, does it, you know, does it bother you? Do the straps fall down? Is it uncomfortable? Is it too small? Is it too big? Mm -hmm. um, kind of go through all those little things with it. And then we make the, you know, keep donate pile. And then at the end of the closet clean out, I'll help you kind of put together some outfits based on the stuff that we kept. Oh, cool. And make some suggestions on things that I think that your wardrobe is missing that would make it easier for you to get ready. That's really helpful because I didn't realize that was also part of that piece of service yeah and I don't think a, for a lot of you know personal stylists it is right but I like to like give you that because I don't think that it just leaving you with like a closet that's half empty now because I threw everything out isn't really that helpful yeah you know of course like it feels great to get rid of the clutter and and be able to organize better but if you still don't know how to use your wardrobe you know what was the point yeah. of that whole service um, I'm curious because a couple weeks ago we had Molly on from Heart & Co and she does home organization. Yep. And, you know, part of that is the editing piece, not always just for clothes, for anything right. in the house. But um, I wonder, like for you, when you're doing those closet cleanouts, are there certain metrics, guidelines, like you should not have more than 15 pairs of shoes or anything that you kind of use as a rule of thumb or is it solely based on just what you feel looks good or not? Honestly, a lot of it's just based on what I, I feel looks good or not. Um, I do, you know, I had a client last week who had a ton of stretch pants and that, and she had so many that I was like, okay, I think you need to like pare this down to 10. You don't really need 25 yeah. pairs of stretch pants. So something like that, I think I kind of use like a little bit of a, a metric, I guess, but for the most part, no, I just kind of go with what, um, you know, what doesn't fit you right or what you aren't grabbing for anymore. Maybe the trend has really passed and it's, it's outdated now and it just like doesn't even flatter your body shape. Um, but for the most part, it's just kind of like my gut and, and what I think really should be gone and, and what you need to add. Yeah. And then these different services, I know we talked about like, hey, I have a bachelorette party or weekend trip or whatever, you know, and I need a dress and a bikini and this and that. I know you can do so many different things. Are all of these services that you offer sort of individualized at specific times whenever the person needs it or do you offer any sort of bundle or package as well so right now it's just like it, it's individualized yeah. like whenever you need it and then it can be tailored to you so like the styling virtual styling can be for anything it's not like it has to just be for your 
you know, like right now I'm, I'm doing it for a client that is going back to the office. And for somebody else, it was just like they were going on a trip to Greece. And so it can really be for anything that you need it for. So you can tailor it however you want. I do want to eventually add a bundle yeah. um, package so that because I just had a client that I did the closet clean out for her. And now she's doing the virtual styling because she needs that. In the she needs addition. to put some clothes back on those hangers, right. you know? Yeah, I did get rid of a lot. <laughs> so um, yeah, she does need to add some new pieces in, which will be fun now because I it's kind of like a nice way to do it, which I, so I would like to add a bundle because it's good to go in the closet, get rid of the stuff, see everything that they're using and wearing, and then be able to like really go in and do the shopping for yeah. them. So I, I want to add bundles eventually. That is super exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's a process. It all it, it is. Rome wasn't built in a day. Exactly. You can <laughs> say that again. But you also reference some new things that you're going to be putting out as of potentially tomorrow. I'm hoping tomorrow, if yeah. If not soon. Yes. Will you give us any little teasers? Yeah, on of that? course. Okay. No, I'll, I'll talk about it. So, what I've been finding with, you know, having these new clients and just talking to people and meeting everybody that I've met so far with having the, you know, the styling, it's been a lot of people that have clothes in their closets, but they don't know how to put outfits together. And they don't necessarily want to go out and go shopping and spend a lot of money because they already have the clothes. They mm -hmm. just don't know how to wear them. So this newest service that I hope to be launching tomorrow is going to be um, just like putting together outfits. So um, I'll go into your closet, help you put together outfits. Um, it'll just be like a couple hours of that. And then at the end of that, I'll also give you some suggestions on things I think that you could add that'll make it even easier to, to keep putting these outfits together. That is truly the best idea. We were talking about this a little bit, like right before we yeah. started recording, but that is, I mean, I have a ton of, you know, great staples in my closet and I have some pieces that maybe I've spent a lot of money on, yeah. but I just only know how to wear it either the way that I always have, the way that I saw it on, you know, the magazine or the website, right? right? It's hard to think about wearing it in many different ways yeah. and that can instantly maximize like double multiply your closet oh, and yeah. the amount of different variations that you can do it feels like you have double the wardrobe right and that's like always been one of my things my friends have always said that I'm an outfit repeater which is so funny that that I, that I then ended up owning a rental business where you were not <laughs> supposed to repeat outfits but in my day-to-day -day, I always repeat outfits and not even just outfits but you know um, pieces in my wardrobe because I I'm spending money on them. Like yeah. I want to wear them. I'm not just wearing this one time and then it's going in the back of my closet and I'm never going to see it again. Mm -hmm. I want to get use out of it. If I'm going to spend money, I want to get use out of it. And so that's a big thing I do on Instagram with my reels is show how you can wear one piece multiple ways. That Those are my favorite videos yeah. that you make. They're everyone's, I think. And I, I need to even do more of them because I enjoy doing them too because it also it reminds me how many times I can wear yeah. a piece and gives me more ideas and more inspiration on how to actually utilize my own wardrobe. And yeah. so that's been really fun with this process too, is like it's gotten me really excited about fashion again and getting dressed and really using my closet to its full potential. Your creative juices are just flowing. Now. They are, they are. I have to say you put my brain in a pretzel <laughs> when I saw you do the blazer with a pair of joggers. Oh yeah for like Sunday brunch and mm -hmm. you put this cute little crossbody bag and like sneakers. My, I, I, I was like, I was like, why speechless. Why did I think of that? 
<laughs> I would never. I'm like blazers and a pair of sweats. How? It's like honestly one of my favorite outfits. I feel like I wore that outfit every day in the it fall. It was so chic. It, it was, was adorable. And it's so comfortable. And I live in blazers. I'm obviously wearing one right now. Um, I know. I almost wore one. It was way too hot. I wanted to do it in honor of you. But I'm sorry. I couldn't do no, it. So it, I went with it like is a button too up. I felt like it was still the same vibe. It, it but is. I knew you'd be in a blazer. Yeah, I'm always in a blazer. <laughs> I don't know how to live without a blazer anymore. And it's so funny because I've never worked in like a corporate setting so I've never actually had to wear a blazer to an office or anything like that and I'm just so obsessed with blazers I think I have like 20 blazers that's where I should probably cut myself off and be like no more blazers but it's very hard a little self-awareness yeah I like it I like it a lot what would you say one of the things we've kind of mentioned with other people different areas different topics but is that imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and I think that fashion can be one of those things for people when I want to try something new wear something a different way get a new accessory or a different shoe that feels a little unlike me I think that people don't do it because they're kind of scared that it will look funny or people will be like who is she trying to you know, what is she trying to prove? Who's right. she trying to be, right? And especially, I will say, I, I do love Boston, but it is not the most fashionable of all of all cities. How do you kind of combat that with people who maybe have some reservations about trying something different? I think as long as you feel comfortable in what you're putting on and that you're going to go out there and like have that confidence to wear that piece, then go for it. Yeah. But I do think that if it's going to make you feel so insecure that you're just you're not having as much of a fun time where you are or you're constantly thinking like, is someone judging what I'm wearing? Then I honestly, I, w- I wouldn't even do, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Because I, I've, there, I spent so much of my 20s in outfits or in clothes that I felt like I needed to wear because I was almost like toning down my fashion sense because of where we live and and where I was going or what my friends were wearing. And I Mm -hmm. didn't want to stick out so much. And I didn't want to be like overly dressed up for every occasion or the, you know, the only one in a dress when everybody else was in jeans and flip flops. Um, And then as I got older, I was like, I literally don't care anymore. I know. Well, then there's so many things in your closet that you'll never use if you don't just finally wear them. But yeah, it is true. You're like, oh gosh, I'm way overdressed. But my rule of thumb is I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed. Always, always overdressed and underdressed. And also life is short and just wear yeah. the clothes in your closet, you know? There's, Amen. It's like, it's pointless. You're spending this money. Just just wear what you have. Yeah. Okay, well, this is all lovely. I want to like move to a little bit of styling tips and tricks from you. Okay. Use a little bit of, of your um, expertise if you don't mind sharing some of your secrets. But... One of the things we've sort of glossed over is things that are flattering on your body. Mm-hmm. Do you have a general rule of thumb for different body shapes? Someone who's maybe pear-shaped versus top-heavy. Is there things that they can do or should avoid to make it all feel a little bit more... What's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say perpendicular. I need to... What's the word? You know what I'm talking about. I, I do, but like I don't know what word you're trying to say. Proportional. Proportional. I'm like, well, oh my can God. I, it's like my brain is just not working. That word really should have come to me a lot faster too, and it didn't, so it's fine. <laughs> Perpendicular? Perpendicular. Yeah, yeah this that is works geometry. Too. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, there are definitely things I think for every body shape that you should kind of keep in mind, but I I do also think that 
even within those body shapes, like we're all so different that you just have to try things on and kind of like play with your own proportions. For me, I am pear shaped, so I like to accentuate my waist and I like to have a belt or tie something. And when I'm wearing these oversized blazers, if I'm gonna do an oversized blazer that is also being paired with something that's wider on the bottom, then I do need to cinch my waist. Mm. But if I'm wearing like a skinny jean or like a skinny jogger, then it's okay to like leave it open and let it hang. Um, and then that feels proportionate. But if it's if it's like wide legs and an oversized blazer, for me, it just swallows me up whole because yeah. I'm short and I'm pear-shaped. And so like that doesn't work for me. I think as I got older, I spent, I realized also that there's so many trends that are not going to work for my body shape and I have to let go of those and that's okay to do. I do think also, you know, being like petite, you want to stick to things that are not like hanging down on the ground and and swallowing up your whole, you know, your whole frame yeah. and you want to show off like your wrists. I know that sounds funny, but when you're really like petite and you're trying to show off, like you want to kind of show off like those smaller points on your body instead of hiding them. Hot tip. Yeah. So actually one of my favorite style tips, I don't know if you can see this, but I have a hair elastic right no here. No way. Um, and so that's how I kind of keep my sleeves scrunched up without falling down. That is so smart. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me at all because it's like, you know, the blazer's kind of thicker. And so that way I can yeah. keep my sleeves up and they're not falling down all the time. Because that's one of the things that annoys me so much when you just like constantly are like trying to keep your blazer yes. sleeves up and they just fall down. Yes. So that's definitely one of my favorite little style hacks. I honestly, I really, it's it's so dependent on each person yeah. that I, I almost like kind of hate all those rules I in love a that. way. Let's leave it there. Yeah. I like it. Mm. What I was kind of talking about the first few minutes of the show is that it almost feels impossible to find clothes that are appropriate right now. What's seemingly in um, is very risque or mm -hmm. um, miniature, mm -hmm. if, if you will. Where do you personally like to shop? I know you said H&M. I do. I love H&M. I like Mango. I like Zara. Um, I've been loving Bloomingdale's lately, which is mm. funny. I, I don't know. I almost like forgot about Bloomingdale's for a while. Yeah. And recently their online has just been so great. I think it's not overwhelming to shop on their site. They show everything in a, like on a model, which I think is really helpful. And like over these sites, like especially Zara, can we talk about Zara's models? I don't understand okay. what's happening. <laughs> ever how am I ever supposed to get a full idea of the of the product or the shirt when she's literally doing like the downward dog on the I, website I don't even know what the shirt looks I like I can't I like I can't shop on the website anymore because it drives yes. me insane I don't even know what I'm looking at half the time oh my god I couldn't agree with you more. It's crazy. It's horrible. So yeah, I like the I like Shop Up. I like Intermix, but I'm all over the place. Like I'm a high low, go all over the place. I don't like stick to one specific brand or one specific uh, price point. I, mm -hmm. I like to just be able to buy pieces that speak to me and that I know I'm going to wear and get a lot of use out of. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this blazer is H and M, and I've worn it like 50 times already. So you know, my cost per wear is probably. 10 cents at this point which is great <laughs> but then you know I have a blazer that maybe costs like $300 that I've worn that many times too but it just you just have to find those pieces that like really fit you well yeah. and I I find that one of the things that I really like to do is like get a piece in at home and try it on multiple ways so I don't just like put it on with what I'm wearing you know like I don't 
sometimes I'll be in sweatpants when like a package get delivered, but I'll try to put it on with an outfit and make sure that I'm actually gonna use it and it's gonna like work for my wardrobe rather than just being like, oh, I like the fit of this, but does it work with the clothes I have in my closet? Because if it doesn't look good styled with anything, it's just gonna sit there and then I'm never gonna get any use out of it. Wait, this is groundbreaking because also I'm thinking of a couple different things. Number one, I am less likely to return something if I've already had it at home with me for a couple weeks. So say I bought something, I didn't try it on in store, brought it home, and I don't try it on until two or three weeks later when right. I want to wear it out. Now I'm like, oh, where's the receipt? I'm not going to go back. And then you kind of hold on to something that A, maybe you didn't like, or B, I think this is helpful because... How many times do we as girls picture in our head what we're going to wear? Like we know we have that dinner coming up this weekend or whatever event it is. And in your head, you're planning the outfit and then you go to put it on and it looks horrible. Horrible. Mm -hmm. Nothing like you imagined. I think I spent my entire 20s doing that. (laughs) Every every single, I used to, Vicky, my sister laughs at me all the time now because she's like, you went through this phase that you would literally like have a fit every time you tried to leave the house and your room would be destroyed, your clothes would be everywhere and you would leave the house in like something you hated and you'd be like pissed off all night and just like miserable. And so she's very happy that I'm out of that phase and I'm older and I now like try my outfits on ahead of time and don't have panic attacks about it I'm so jealous of you I'm still in that phase I have not grown out of that yet you should see and that's exactly it my clothes are just like thrown everywhere because yeah I think I'm gonna wear one thing and then it doesn't look right together and you're stressing panicking and moving so quickly and then you got to go out the door and you're running late so if you just bring it home try it on a couple different ways see if there is something you really like if there's a couple different ways you can wear it you know down the road when you need it, hey, this is exactly how I want to style it. it. Yeah. That is probably the best advice I've ever heard. I've never thought about that. so happy I just told you. You just... I changed your life in one minute. You absolutely did. And also, another thing I really like to do is make sure that it's like something I'm going to wear when I'm feeling bloated. Because I feel like that's always the case. And I... Half the time I'm like, oh, this was too tight. I shouldn't have kept it. Like... I can't wear it today. I don't feel like so skinny today. It's not happening. How and then many just crop the, tops are just yeah. sitting in the graveyard of my closet? Because yeah, or like two tight jeans that you're like, but like I can button them. So like right. I'll keep them. And then you never want to put them on because you can't even breathe mm-hmm. the entire day. I actually saw this. I don't know if it what social media platform it was, but some video yesterday and it was this girl and she had just the shot was probably from her like breasts to her waist and she was wearing a little crop top with jeans and it looked really tight she had you know just a little bit of like the rollover but and so she was kind of dancing around and moving and she said how did I get my body from this to this and it cut to her looking seemingly really thin Mm. and she said I went up a size in my jeans yeah And she said, stop trying to fit your body to your clothes and have your clothes fit your body. And that I thought it was so powerful and something we need to hear. Like, who the hell cares? You could be a large in one company, an extra small in the next. Sizing is the weirdest freaking thing in the entire universe. And sometimes, like, you want to buy larger because of the oversized fit Mm -hmm. or whatever. Sizing doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. Stop trying to squeeze into as like smalls, like wear what fits you. Totally. And I I agree with her because I it really 
if you just go up a size half the time, it's going to be so much more flattering on you than trying to squeeze yourself into the smaller size. It doesn't fit your body shape the way that it's supposed to when you're trying to squeeze into something. And it conforms to you when it's the right size and it looks great and you feel good and you're not like uncomfortable all day. And Vicky and I always joke that we have like pairs of pants that we can't wear if we have a long drive because they dig into you the whole time. And I'm like, why do I even have those pants? Like I shouldn't even have those pants in my closet anymore. Um, But yeah, I I love that tip because I, I totally agree that just going up a size can really just change the look completely. Love that. Um, Okay, my last question to you is colors. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, if I'm trying something new, my way to ease into it is neutrals. But then the majority of my closet really is neutrals. Everything is black, tan, uh, gray, you know, cream, whatever it may be. Do you feel, though, that there are certain colors for different complexions, hair colors that we should try to venture out to that might be a little bit more flattering for us? Yeah, I am. So I'm a huge neutral person. I love neutrals. And I just think it for me, it's like a really easy way to mix and match my wardrobe and without having to like, you know, make sure this color goes with this color or this matches this. And I just love that the, you know, flexibility and the ease of all the neutrals. But a lot of people love color. And I think color is so fun. And every time I do put on color, I'm like, why am I not wearing more color? It's like so pretty and it looks great in pictures. And um, but yeah, I do think finding the colors that work for you is really important. Like, you know, I find if I'm in like a, you know, bright, like maroon color, if for some reason it just like washes me out. I think it's maybe because I love to wear blush that it doesn't like really work <laughs> with the the blush that I like to put on. But yeah, I'm like olive green looks so good on like our type of skin tone mm-hmm. and like dark hair. I think that, you know, blues look really good on blondes and blue eyes. Yes. But I also think it looks good on us too. I think it's just about trying those colors. And sometimes it's not like I can't wear anything blue. It's like I can wear this shade of blue, but maybe not this shade of blue, yeah. you know? And I think it's just like, working those into your wardrobe and finding the pieces. And I do think a a good way to start incorporating color is to wear it with neutral. So you're not wearing like color on color. um, And so you can get the most use out of a piece by incorporating into one more neutrals. That's a smart idea. Yeah, I I feel like I have to be careful with cream sometime or tans or beiges because it's the undertones. Yeah, You know, if I have a more, a cooler tan or beige, I think it works well. But if there's more yellow or gold like hues to it, it almost just washes you out. Washes me out, or like yeah. looks like I'm not wearing anything. Yeah, it will like, match my skin. Beige, off white camels, like all those colors, I think are really tricky, and it's like dependent on your skin tone, and you mm-hmm. just kind of have to try them on and figure. Yeah, out. Yeah, but like the one that you have on, yeah, right like, now, like I feel like that's really good. But it's yeah, more that's of a not cream. really. Yeah, it's not yeah. really beige. Yeah, like a, I can't wear like a, I don't know, like a very beigey. <laughs> brown color I just feel like it completely washes me out and I look so pale and things that like bring out the olive in my skin tone Mm. like a pale yellow like that just like does not sit well with yeah it looks like I have jaundice yeah same (laughs) exactly (laughs) okay well this has been so helpful I feel like those little pieces of advice are a really great start for now obviously you know your stuff but they're really gonna get the magic when they reach out to you personally and have it so personalized for each and every single one of them so tell them exactly where they can find you first on social media so for our accessories, it's at the Style Philos. For my styling, it's styled by Nicoletta. And then the website is styledbynicoletta.com. Perfect. And then 
Lestylefeelist.com. Okay, yeah. perfect. So nothing, no no nope. tricks pretty here. Easy. Just straightforward. Just straightforward. Okay. And everything, um, they if they're interested in um, chatting with you, they can fill out like a consultation through the website. Yeah, everything's on there. Or like, one. I feel like so many people just DM me on Instagram and then that's how we get the conversation started. And I, I like that because it just makes it feel like a little less formal and more yeah. personal and I get to kind of get to know them a little bit before they even go on the site. And so that's been a good way. Amazing. You guys, I'm not kidding you. This is a very hard time in our lives for dressing and she will make all of your woes disappear. But one more thing before I wrap. I always like to end with a sort of a final piece of advice and your tips and tricks are wonderful, but more either overarching about um, being a business owner and what you've gone through over the years with many different businesses, or maybe just a lesson learned in your 30s, anything that you think would be super pivotal for the people at home to hear? Yeah, I just honestly, like after owning all these different businesses and they all kind of they all go hand in hand with one another, but they are also different and they've been very challenging in different ways. I think the thing that I've learned in, it was the hardest lesson I've learned is that hiring people is extremely difficult and mm. like relinquishing that control of something that you've put so much time and passion into and, you know, giving someone the the reins on that is like a little bit stressful and scary. And I think hiring is definitely something that, doesn't get talked about enough. I think that would be something I wish someone had told me before I started any of these businesses is that hiring is going to be the most challenging thing because not only are you, you know, putting your baby into someone else's hands, but you also have to work with that person day to day and you need them to be just as hardworking as you are, passionate as you are, care about the business as much as you do. And it's hard to find people like that. And um, so I think that's something that I learned the hard way. But you just have to, like, go with your gut with it, I think. And there's some people that I wouldn't have hired knowing that I felt a a certain way when, you know, I'd done that initial interview. But when you get in a bind and you need somebody, you just kind of, like, you push that aside. right? You're desperate. And so you push that aside and you hire someone. And I, I wouldn't do that ever again. Yeah. So keeping those things in mind, but also just maybe starting passively start to look right before yeah. you're, you need exactly. to immediately hire somebody and you're, you're so desperate. You can't keep up with everything on right. your own. Yeah, exactly. And I think hiring someone that has strengths where you have weaknesses is really important Ooh. too. You are just full of wisdom, my dear. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. This was a ton thank of fun. Thank you for having me. I do agree. It was very full circle. I, You guys, when I first reached out to her back in, gosh, when was so it? Like 2015? Who knows? Like, I was very new to the scene. And she just totally like took a chance on us and let us do it. And it really came together so beautifully. You've just always been so inviting and warm and sweet and easy to work work with and to chat with and you just have this really great ability to make people feel comfortable oh that means so, so much Thank it you. really is an honor for me to have you here finally and I cannot wait for everyone to start reaching out to you thank you I'm so happy to, like that you had me on today this was so much fun and I love that we got to do this whole full circle yeah we'll have to do it again when next year you have like 19 more services yes okay. I would love that perfect. we'll give us everyone an update yes okay <laughs> well thank you so much thank you guys for listening and I will see you next week bye <laughs>